You're listening live to the No One Talks About It podcast. Here are your hosts, Phil Mullen and Dan- <laughs> Danny Green. Howdy, pod pals. Get ready to embark on another audio adventure where we dive deep into the weird, wonderful world of, well, who knows? <laughs> That was so good. That was perfect. Welcome back, Pod Pals. Well, who Welcome knows? Pod Pals. <laughs> so excited for you to say that. Uh, I love how high your mic is, Danny. I don't know, because it doesn't stay down every time. Put it all the way up there. It's face down. I mean, <laughs> when it, is it still the... Wait, what was happening last time? When I pushed it down, it would just rise it would every just time? It rise back up, yeah. No, I was just like, I'm just going to be bouncing the entire time. <laughs> uh, let's let's, let's, get, get, it. let's get right into the news. Yeah. <clears throat> What do you think it is, Danny? I don't even, I have no clue, but I'm super excited as to what it is. Yeah, so this happened to me like, I was on a Zoom this past week, and I don't know if this is like a universal thing, but this I do this every single time, and I think this is pretty common, but if you're Zoom, when you're on a Zoom, it freezes. I immediately just freeze what I'm doing <laughs> until it resumes. Like, it will be like five seconds and like... It could just be a full conversation and like all of it freezes and I'm just like. I do, I do the exact same thing. Yeah. I and I'm like, I don't know it. why. No, literally like I. But I don't move. I just start like kind of like I, I feel like this happens to me more often than not because my computer just sucks. So like if everyone else just pauses on the screen, I don't really like go that strict like statue, uh, but I just kind of like stare at it. And I'm like, after like a few seconds, I just go, uh, can you guys hear me? I see like the <laughs> green light go on and I'm like. No, you can't even see the reaction. I'm like, do I just keep talking or just pray that it resumes after a few seconds? I have no idea. But. So you freeze on purpose, like to try to prank people? Make no, think no, you're, like, more so like for myself. Like I just naturally have the reaction. If it freezes, I'm just like, oh, I do it to try to prank people to sometimes freeze. on Facetime. If it like freezes on Facetime, mm. I will freeze myself and then try to see if they notice when it's unfrozen. They always <laughs> notice. I must be really bad at really? freezing, but everyone's like, I oh, know you're not frozen, dude. Fresh. It must year. be the noise, maybe. With the COVID, like how we had Zoom classes for everything. One of like the big lectures I was in, like Biz 201 or whatever, we had to be on the camera <clears throat> during our Zoom calls. So in my freshman dorm, I angled my computer a little bit, stacked like three textbooks, put a hat on my Brita filter, and just put the hat in the screen. And then just, wow. <laughs> I had to go do wow. stuff. Like I would get food or something. And like I had this set up every time. Like I would have to like... Put like a weird. I put like a piece of tape down so mm. I can like angle it perfectly, and you would just see this like FDNY hat Dude. at the bottom of the thing. It People was would go perfect. to crazy extents to get in that. No, I, but it worked every time. Like, I never had a problem. People got crazy for Zoom classes. They were like recording themselves and then like playing the recording. Yeah, like mm-hmm. while they were in Zoom class, that was so cool. Abby Coke put on a hat and like put a fake mustache on and everything, <laughs> and like a fake thing right here. I don't really know why. So she could act like me for a path point one time. <laughs> I don't know why she actually went that hard because there's like 300 people in the Zoom, but I appreciated it. I really appreciated it. I like, um, oh wait, where, where was I going to go with this? I actually just completely blanked. I had another comment to make about one of my Zooms. Oh, oh, did you guys ever have, this happened to me twice, and it's weird that it happened more than once, that like freshman year, a girl or boy or a girl would be on a Zoom and their roommate would walk in naked in the background. This happened to me oh twice, my God. and one time, my professor freshman year acknowledged it and was like, uh, 
It's like like Ashley or whatever, and like she like complete like just literally just like turned off her everything. Oh it was my so gosh. funny, and like everyone was taking pictures. Everyone was like covering their mouths, like oh my god. And then he just went back to like as business as usual. Wow. Taking, who, was, and who was taking pictures? What? Who was taking pictures? <laughs> not me. <laughs> Trust me. You saw people take pictures, or did you just? Dude, I wasn't even paying attention. Phil, everyone was doing it, dude. Everybody was dude, doing it. Dude, I was it. just told that this happened. I wasn't even looking, dude. I don't. Even, I was probably at the Brito. Was probably watching. It wasn't. Even <laughs> Did you want me to switch back to this? Or no, it's good. Oh. Well, yeah, I just thought it was fun. <laughs> I didn't read any of the comments. Dude, this makes me think about. This makes me think about when we were in that like welcome weekend Zoom, and they were asking us like. Question, just like icebreaker question, and there was like four hundred freshmen in this. Dude, there was like thousands of people in the Zoom call, and they were just asking us little like icebreaker questions, and they asked us like <laughs> just messing with the people in the Zoom chat. And they're you they're like, "What do you guys say? Like cornhole or bat?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> we had in the chat like, "I call it tossy beanbag game." <laughs> beanbag toss game. Is that when you guys said the movie thing? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, they asked like a question. It's like 200 people, and they're like, so what's uh, your guys' favorite movie? And like, no one, who's going to answer? The, 200 people are going to say their favorite movie. <laughs> Michael was like, I dare you to say Quacks or Fortune as a cousin of the Bronx. <laughs> I just could not keep a straight face. By the way, Quacks or Fortune as a cousin of the Bronx is the title of a movie, and yeah. we watched the movie one time over a break because it was such a meme, and... Uh, I guess it's kind of good. I don't know. That was okay, I guess. I actually had no idea that you actually watched that. I thought it was just like a bit that you guys did. I think we watched it after we made that joke. Though. Yeah, we did. It we was did. such a joke. I remember I sent it. Matt Micah or one of you guys a picture of me in the Bronx and said, like, I found Quack's Fortune's <laughs> cousin. And I thought it was like the funniest thing ever. And I like, I've never seen the movie or even like have any skin in this joke in the slightest. I just like hear you guys say awesome. it all the time and it makes me laugh. I think the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life was, uh, this was also like welcome weekend freshman year and they did like a virtual like up the orgs. So just like you could just go to these like Zoom breakout rooms basically with like people in our school that would like talk to us about our organizations or whatever. And one of them, we were just scrolling through the list like who's going to go to these like these sort of things. And one of them was literally like the IT help desk. And we're like, I bet if we all join this oh, now, there will this. be absolutely nobody in this room. So like me, I was like in the in, in the dorm room because it was just such a meme. I mean, Zoom school was just the worst thing ever. And there was like four of my friends in our room like, let's all join the UTIT thing at the exact same time and ask a guy a question or something like that. And so we're like, all right, who's going to ask a question? By that point, we were already joining the Zoom call. We get in the room. It's just this one sweet, poor, young IT man that was working for our school and we all joined just like red in the face trying to hold back laughter and we all are kind of looking around at each other in this room like who's going to ask a question and for some reason I thought I was composed enough to be able to ask this guy a question so I unmute myself and I was like (laughs) I was like um I'm trying to connect my uh (laughs) I just left the call Which absolutely, which absolutely screwed all of my friends because now they're all cracking up because I'm in tears off the Zoom call. (laughs) And they're still trying to play the role like they're like interested in UDIT. So I think like, I think Phil like, like, I'll leave. I think think Phil got around to like actually asking questions. Dude, I think I laughed for like six straight minutes. I think I, oh dude, I was rolling around. I felt so terrible though. After that, I was like, I felt so guilty. Dude, we would get so slap happy during COVID because we were just going insane and just like 
sitting behind a desk and just start dying laughing at little things. Yeah. It's different. I would be like in my bed half the time. Like if anything happened, I would just start dying. Uh-huh. But I think like the most <laughs> comedy sketch like type of laugh I've ever had in my life was when we watched Matt Micah's recording of him doing oh, yeah. the yes. Zoom call recordings. Those were I was watch those again. Literally, like if we put that in a compilation, I think I could watch that every day and laugh. Like it would never get old. Oh my god. It's <laughs> so funny. Hey, how's it going? I'm Matt Micah. I am a freshman finance major from St. Louis, Missouri, and I- why? <laughs> <laughs> he just yelled, why? why? <laughs> oh god. His outtakes. So god, those were good. Being in the chat too with your buddies on private chat in the middle of a class and just watching their faces like mm-hmm. smirk and like angle their head down so their teacher can't see them laughing. I, <laughs> I was the king of that dude. <laughs> For the one, <laughs> I think Michael and I were like drinking milk at one point. And we were doing, <laughs> we kept saying like LMAO back to each other. And I think one of us like spat milk on our shoulder and we were trying to say laughing my milk off or something. Laughing, laughing my milk we off. We put LA. M- L-M-A-M. La- it was laughing my ass milk. <laughs> and we lost it. Wait, yeah, you remember that? I still so watch stupid. this video from time to time when we were in that exact Zoom call. And I think Tara sent a video of us two, like, giggling back and forth. Because was it when, it was, who was it? Was it Adam? No, Evan had, like, his jawline. Yeah, Evan's And I texted, jawline. like, yep. yo, Evan's doing, like, the craziest jawline right now. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. And there's the video of like our two boxes right next to each other, mm-hmm. and we're both just like this. Just like I was just trying so hard not to laugh. He's oh, it's the God. equivalent of like if you could uh, like communicate through like like was that like telekinesis? Yeah. No, that's like telepathic. Yeah, yeah. telepathic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, like being able to like talk to your friends in a room, like in a classroom, but like. You just get to text each other and it's like whispering, but you're not talking to each other at all. Passing and, notes in middle school. Yeah. Oh God, it's the most immature thing, but that's maybe the hardest I've laughed in a oh long time was on those Zoom calls. But those good those times. Were unreal. Yeah. That's nothing, nothing better than just an uncontrollable laugh that you can't. You have to try to hold in. Yeah. Nothing better. Like laugh, like when you're not supposed to laugh. That's the hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so bad. Hell yeah. Solid, Phil. Nice. All right, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited right now. Look at tropes up. All right, so my topic for today, this this might be a little bit of a hot take. A little bit of a hot take. I, do you know what this is? Hallmark movies? Yeah. I f- love these. Okay. Uh, then, yeah. you're gonna, then you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Um, I, I hate these movies. Oh, no. Yeah, Actually? dude. The reason, the reason being is like, Dan, you love like good cinema, too. I you do. Love, I like, do love good, good cinema. Plot, storytelling, but like my mom developed loves characters. Hallmark movies. I, like, my mom watches them all winter, like, yeah. whenever the 30... 30- Tower Days of Christmas that they have a homework. My mom watches them all day, and I always talk crap about it. And then one time, sophomore year, me and Ben Thomas were sitting there, like, doing homework, and we just threw on a Hallmark movie as a background music, and by the end, both of us just had, like, our backpacks completely packed up with all our stuff, just completely locked in on the movie, and we watched the entire thing, and I'm like, I can't talk crap about it anymore. So I think yeah. I love a good love What story. movie was it? What, what movies are Hallmark movies that are notable? Any? None. No, That's the thing, dude. They're, like, literally, like, made-for-TV movies where they just take, like, no name actors and they just put them in the thing. It's like the, the reason being is like my beef with these movies is that they all have like the exact same plot, yep. right? So it's like, you know, big city woman or big city man comes to the small town, you know, meets a small town f- man or woman, 
you know, develops the magic of Christmas, and by the end of it, he's like a changed man for the better, and like yeah. maybe Santa makes a cameo or something like yeah. that. Like he needs to stay <laughs> back for his girl or something, or like he falls in love with yeah. his high school crush. Mm-hmm. They, and like it's always like a movie star, and then like they go home, and the man or woman that's from that like hometown is like a dog walker or like works in a library, like just work mm-hmm. like the most like random <laughs> jobs ever, and they just get like swooped off their feet by this like actor. It's so stupid. A yeah. dog walker. But like everyone I've talked to, there's like, oh, I love those movies because like. You know, around the holiday times, I watch them with my family. I got no no beef with that. That's awesome. Whatever your family traditions are, go for it. I'm happy for you. But uh, I was just thinking, like, these movies are so predictable that, like, a robot could write them. Oh. So that's what I did. No, you didn't. I had our good friends at ChatGPT <laughs> hook me up with some uh, authentic screenplays. And, uh, wow. We're going to act them out on camera right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no <not>. way. <laughs> You go and print these wow, out. Wow, Michael, well done. No, you didn't just no print these out. No way. So I got I got a couple characters. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I got a, a male lead, a happening. female lead, and so I think those two are going to be played by you guys. So everyone's okay. to pick male or female. Just go ahead. Uh, I'll I'll be the girl. I'll be the girl. Oh, all right. Ben, all right. There's the Danny's. <laughs> Do I have to talk like? Yeah, you better you, sound like you will one. be Emma. No, I think you just I think you just act out however you want to act it out. Okay, yeah, true. And then, uh, oh wait, no, actually, wait. Mother? Does that say no? Yeah, that's me. That's me. Sorry, Dan. I, I gave you the wrong one. Oh, this oh, is yours. Word. Uh, are you the narr- what is it, narrator? Or what is it? I'm like narrator, and then there's a couple side characters. So, uh, yeah, we're just gonna roll with this and just get right into it. So, all right. The title of this film, original film by me, featuring ChatGPT, is called Snowfall Serendipity. <laughs> all right. We open on a high-rise office in the middle of the day. Our lead girl. Emma? Wait, am I supposed to talk right now? Yeah. Whatever's highlighted is your line. Oh, oh, okay. A cold and ambitious... uh, Oh, wait, no, that's me. A cold and ambitious businesswoman in her mid-30s rushes around bustling office focused on her work. She receives a call from her boss, Mr. Anderson. Emma, we need those reports by Christmas Eve. The client is expecting them. I'll make sure they're ready, sir. (laughs) You just go with the normal voice, Dan. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we cut to a, a, a small town square during the day. Bustling with holiday decorations and cheerful residents, Jake, a rugged and kind-hearted man in his 30s, oversees preparations for the Christmas festival. Make sure the lights on the tree are perfect. We want this year to be special. Back to the high-rise. Emma's mother, a warm and caring woman, video calls her daughter. Emma, are you coming home for Christmas? It's been too long. I'm swamped, Mom. I can't make it this year. You need a break. Remember what's important. Now we cut back to the small town square. It's nighttime. Emma reluctantly arrives in the small town for a business meeting. She crosses paths with Jake. You're not from around here, are you? <laughs> just here for work. I don't have time for festivities. Christmas is more than just festivities. Come to the festival tomorrow. You might learn something. We're now in a small town cafe during the daytime. Emma and Jake share a coffee. The differences are evident, are but there's a spark. Uh, I don't have time for this. I need to focus on work. Work isn't everything. There's magic in slowing down. What? There's magic in slowing down. Oh, there's magic in slowing down. <laughs> we now cut to a, a stray child in dog shelter. <laughs> Emma, <laughs> Emma visits the shelter and is moved by the orphans and stray dogs. I never realized how much I've missed. Maybe there's more to life than just work. <laughs> We're now back in the high-res office. Emma confronts her boss about the unethical practices of the firm. I can't be part of this anymore! I quit! You're throwing away your career for what? For something real, something meaningful. Now we're at the Christmas festival and it's nighttime. Emma helps Jake with the festival, realizing the joy of giving back. They share a magical moment under the twinkling lights. This is... 
Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Love changes everything. Remember that. Is Santa talking to us? Maybe he knows we need a little Christmas magic. Santa reveals himself, delivering inspiring lines about love, redemption, and the true spirit of Christmas. Now share a kiss under the mistletoe. Em and Jake share a heartwarming kiss, surrounded by the warmth of, of the Christmas lights and the cheers of the townspeople. I was about to kiss you. And scene. Yeah, I was down. Santa in disguise. <laughs> so, so that's how that's how easy it is. That is basically exactly to write the plot. one of those no, movies. Of all of them. But the best part <laughs> Dog is, Walker. this is just the gift that keeps on giving. Because now, I've made it better. I've thrown my own little twist on it here, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna run it back. Let's see if you guys can figure out what the twist is, and uh, we're just gonna run this back. Is that you guys want to switch? You guys want to stay with the male and female, or you don't switch? What do you want to do? It's up to you. I want to stay as Emma. I like All right. Emma. This one's called Mistletoe Melodies. <laughs> Wait. No. We're, we're, we're back in the high-rise office. Emma is still a cold and ambitious businesswoman, frantically typing away on her computer. Her boss, Mr. Thatcher, enters the office. Hey, Emma, we're going to need those reports by Christmas Eve. The uh, stakes are pretty high. I'll get it done, Mr. Thatcher. We're now in the small town square. We cut to Jason, a rugged and kind-hearted man in his 30s, overseeing the Christmas, the preparations for the Christmas <laughs> festival. He's wearing a Jonas Brothers t-shirt. <laughs> Make sure the stage is set up for the Christmas concert. Maybe the Jonas Brothers will perform someday. <laughs> we're, we're now back in the high-res office. Emma's mother is a warm and caring woman. She video calls her daughter. You know, Emma, you haven't been home for Christmas in years. It's time for us to reconnect. I don't have time for sentiment, Mom. I have a job to do. We're now in a small-town cafe during the day. Emma encounters Jason in the local cafe, talking animatedly about the Jonas Brothers. You know, the Jonas Brothers' music has a way of warming even the coldest hearts. I'm not interested in boy bands. I have work to do. Well, maybe you should just give them a chance. They might surprise you. We're now in a small-town library during the day. Emma stumbles upon Jason organizing a charity event for the orphan dogs and stray children. Why are you so passionate about this? Life's about giving back, spreading joy. Just like the Jonas Brothers music does. <laughs> Enough about the Jonas Brothers. What's the big deal? Their music is about love, unity, and happiness. Maybe you need a dose of that. <laughs> We're now back in the high-res office. Emma confronts her boss about the unethical practices of the firm. I can't do this anymore. I quit. You're throwing away your career for what? For something real. Something that matters. Back to the Christmas festival. Emma helps Jason with the festival, slowly embracing the joy of giving. They share a magical moment under the twinkling lights. Ho, ho, ho. Love changes everything. Remember that. Is Santa talking to us? Maybe he knows we need a little Christmas magic. Santa reveals himself, delivering inspiring lines about love, redemption, and the true spirit of Christmas. Now share a kiss under the mistletoe. <laughs> Emma and Jason share a heartwarming kiss. Suddenly Santa removes his beard and reveals himself to be Nick Jonas. <laughs> How about a little holiday serenade? <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't watch that movie. I would, that would be so much funnier. Like, I would totally watch that movie. It'd be so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my God. That was so well done. Wow. That was so good. I hope you guys enjoyed that. that so awesome. Dude, I, I, I made that like 30 minutes ago. I... Actually, I want to. I should have read you guys the uh, 
the like prompt that yeah, I put in chat GPT. Put it, you say change Jake to be named Jason and he like can't stop the, talking uh, about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I said, write a Christmas romance screenplay about a cold and calculated businesswoman from a big city and a rugged and kind small town man. The lead girl is very busy around the holidays and works for a very, a very unethical big city firm. <laughs> I was hoping they were going to put something like crazy in there. Like she's like selling oil futures from like, <laughs> Pakistan and reselling them when it gets cold outside or something like that for a huge profit. The lead man is humble, but very important to his town. He works on the annual Christmas festival and volunteers at the stray child and orphan dog shelter. For some reason, he is absolutely obsessed with the Jonas Brothers and brings them up in most conversations. <laughs> <laughs> they are unlikely lovers, but he helps show her the meaning of love. Other characters with dialogue should include the lead girl's mother and the lead girl's boss. Santa is also a character with dialogue, but he appears at the end of the screenplay following the big kiss. He later reveals himself to be Nick Jonas. <laughs> he is in disguise and delivers inspiring lines. Wow. Did you tell it to be like not super long? No, I mean, I, originally I wrote like write a short screenplay and then it was like pretty short. Oh. And then I just put write a screenplay, but then it was like the same length. So I guess ChatGPT does have its limits. Really funny. I this, like, ha- this might have to be our new thing. Is these screenplays? <laughs> was there a Mr. Thatcher in both? Or did they just no, randomly? <laughs> they just randomly changed it. <laughs> it was it was Jake and Emma, and her boss was Mr. Anderson, and then it was Jason and also Emma for some reason. <laughs> they just, just hip on Emma, and then uh, Mr. Thatcher. Dude, that was Dude, so funny. Mr. Thatcher is such a hallmark last name. As soon as you said Joseph Jonas Brothers, I was like, I know exactly what you said. Well, yeah, so what do you guys think was the big twist? <laughs> <laughs> it was Nick Jonas the entire time. Wow. <laughs> I, I love the part where Chad GPT just has its way and they're like, stop talking about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the Jonas Brothers. Their music is inspiring. Maybe you need a little bit of that. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's my Dude, that that's really so good. funny. That's that well done. Really that's can really, we do, really like, well from done. now on that we just, like, act out chatty? Can, can I take mine next week? I yes. Think, I think we should do that. that and just s- put, like, extremely wild, weird plots. Yeah. And then we have to guess what the, like, the weird... Yeah, I like that You gotta lot. put a big twist in it. Yeah, yeah. Guess the prompt. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah, I had someone do. I was reading that in KU today and I was just crying. I, people were like, What are you laughing at? I'm like, Oh my God. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's just so weird. Oh my God. Well but done. Yeah. So if you're watching Hallmark movies this uh, this holiday season, mm-hmm. just know that you can write one on your own and you can make it a whole lot better yep. and probably a lot funnier. So yep. there you go. Well done. Thanks. That was really good. Thanks, that guys. was really good. All right. I, I can't stack up to this yeah, at all. It's going to tough. Tough. be difficult. <laughs> That's gonna be this is more of like a bring back the segment from like the first week or whatever. Oh, no one talks about current events. No one talks about current events. Mm. It's not much of a current event. It's a current product, something on th- flying off the shelves, I'm assuming. But it's called the safety shot. Have, have you guys heard of this at all? No, I haven't. Mm-mm. Okay. And when you hear this premise, I hope you realize how like, ridiculous this sounds when I tell you, as, as what I thought. It is a drink that's supposed to reduce your blood alcohol content by half once you take the shot. It's like the scientist made some sort of drink that just drastically reduces or sobers you up pretty much. Like a sober pill, I guess. Some mm-hmm. sort of like sweet treat. Whatever. Do you realize like that's why I put the picture of someone being drunk in the front seat? How dumb do you think this probably is? And how much is this gonna backfire? I think this is the dumbest thing that they could have done. I swear Who's I they? just like our society as in general. You don't think like there's gonna be a bunch of guys that are just hammered and they're like, oh, let me take a safety shot and then I'm gonna drive home. Yeah. I think this is like the dumbest possible option. I think I really anything do. you're doing that like will justify drinking and driving is just so yeah, bad. But, like, I just don't <laughs> understand. You probably should check yourself out anyway. I just don't understand how anybody. Anyone who can get behind a wheel after drinking is just an idiot. <laughs> but the, 
stop. I um, think that like this is just gonna give people a reason, or, like an excuse to like think that they're sober. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. 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 If you're at the bar and you're hammered and you're like, you know, you got a safety shot in the back seat, you're like, yeah. oh, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're chilling. Good. It's it's <laughs> scary. I think this is like such a bad idea. Just hey. let guys drink by them. I mean, the purpose of it though is to not get hungover, right? I don't I don't know. I guess that's remedy. what they're marketing it as. But like yeah. if it's supposed to be this Definitely. immediate reduction in your blood alcohol. I don't context. understand how that's like a hangover <laughs> thing. It's more just like Going into my job interview and I'm an alcoholic, let me pop two of these and be okay. <laughs> hey man, give me your keys. I'm I'm gonna call you an Uber. You're uh you're pretty trash. No, I have a, I have a safety shot in the backseat. I have two safety shots. I'm just gonna take those and uh, good. It'll be really good. I drank three safety shots before I went out, so I should be okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even drunk. I swear to God, there's shotgunning safety shots in the back. Be a man, just drive drunk. <laughs> but officer, I drank three safety shots. <laughs> what do you mean? Like I can't, I could. You can't envision this happening. Like a, like a cop oh, pulling totally. someone over that's absolutely trash. They're like, but I drank these, and it said to reduce by half. So like, but they wouldn't be drunk. They'd just be like, yeah, I drank these, and now I'm like totally fine. <laughs> it's like officer, honestly, I was hammered like 30 minutes ago, but I feel great right now, and I am good. Wait, your BAC is negative point three. How does this even happen? Dude, like, I swear you just went through three red lights. Like, yeah, but in the meantime, I've drank, like, two safety shots. I, yeah. I was drunk when I blew that red but light, but I think I'm okay Right now, now you have no proof. <laughs> like, so. honestly, like, yeah, I might have been happy. Just shotgun one. Dude. It just, like, Tries to breathalyze you, chug a safety shot. What now? Do it now. What's up? Dude, it's just, like, the safety shot represents the epitome of beverage innovation, meticulously crafted from a harmonious blend of nature's finest elements. It doesn't even say, like, how it works. It just says that improves your, like, Sketchy. metabolism. Which means I might just take doing when I'm sober and just get ripped. That's <laughs> but I don't know. I just saw wow. I saw this on TikTok and I was like, this is the biggest accident waiting to happen. I was Such like, a TikTok. Just calling it now. Yeah, There's gotta that, be something wrong with it. That There's, can't be legal. It came out on the thirtieth, so I didn't know that until I checked. I, that's what I was. I got excited wow. for it. So I Can thought you buy it, them online, dude. I think we get it. I think we do the next podcast hammered, and then we all drink a safety shot halfway through, and then that. we yeah. see where we are at the end of it. Safety Shot was released for sale on the e-commerce platform should. on November 30th. So, yeah. We, we should actually do that. I wonder how long it takes to kick in. Probably like, like an do hour. Do just start selling them on the way out? Like, in like a little vending machine? Like, pretty awesome. Let me, let me sober up before I leave. And just before I drive start, home. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good concept in theory, but it just could be used for I think it's just like, terrible things. I think yeah. it's just a terrible idea. I really do. <laughs> this is just not good. I think... A lot of people are gonna use this wrong. So, if you could buy safety shots at the bar, though, like if you're walking home, yeah, and you could buy nice. a safety shot at the bar, though, and like get really sober and like have your wits about you when you're walking home, because like so many people get injured or like I don't know, kidnapped on the way home from the bar. I'm not saying it's because <laughs> they're hammered, but like if you could do that at a bar and drink a safety shot and be like semi sober by the time you're walking home, I feel like that would do some good. But I it's for totally. the people that are. Planning on driving afterwards, yeah. they think they're sober. I just think you could substitute for like if you're. I'm thinking like in those moments that maybe I started a little too hot, and I'm like, this is gonna go south very quickly. I regret everything I've done in the past hour. Then I can pop a safety shot, and I'll be more like content with my being. I feel like that would encourage binge drinking, though. Absolutely. <laughs> like, but I mean, it would almost, if you knew you could start off super hot and have a safety net, then, then you could there would still, be a point. Dude, yeah, you would drink. Like, you would still. Drink way more alcohol. I feel like I appreciate that. I don't. I don't drink like that you need much it. alcohol right now because it's like 
I hate the effects after. So it's like you need I to black out as a stop sign because like, yeah, I guess that's probably <laughs> true. It is a good stop sign. Yeah, I don't. Know. I I don't think I should do this. I, I think, think I think we. I don't, I don't think I should. <laughs> I don't think I should touch these. Dan just bought a twelve pack online. <laughs> it's the engine running right now. Sitting on my front porch right Yeah, now. I think thirty minutes before the next pod, we take like. Mm-hmm. Seven shots, and then we just trick a safety shot, and then we see how we're feeling. Dude, I'm actually down for that. Maybe it would be good for me with the thing weird habits I have when I get home <laughs> after I'm kind of drunk, like when I went through that weird blackout, shave my face era. <laughs> like, like I would just wake up with face, no facial hair and a bunch of cuts on my chin. I'd be like, what? Or uh, I have this weird problem now that when I come home, I just pop like an unreasonable amount of melatonin when I'm already like drunk and then I just wake up and I'm like whoa <laughs> like, what I'm tired until 5 p.m. what happened and I'm like oh the cap to my melatonin is open I probably just went to town <laughs> you know, I probably would have fallen asleep within 30 seconds so it's so it's I don't know maybe that would help me if I popped one maybe I wouldn't shave or something weird this can be your next how much are they Dan? do you know where to buy them I actually have no idea but I guess we can look for sale I love how Denny's acting like he does not have a pack of journals. I was going to drink it right now because I'm absolutely blacked out. I just wanted to see if it worked. <laughs> um, a four pack of 12, 12 ounce cans costs $20. Nineteen ninety nine. Could be worth it. Seems about right. But really? I feel like that's cheaper than I expected. I expected really? it to be like unreasonably expensive. I mean, a like but I think bucks. it's probably really tiny. It, seems, it says it's a shot. I don't know if that... Is just a cool. Uh, no, it's a can. It's definitely a can. Yeah, you'll probably still be hungover. It's definitely not a hangover cure. If it's just digesting the alcohol faster, and you're still gonna have that crap in your system. But I think so. it just probably jump starts it a little bit. I don't know. Only okay. one way to find out. You'd probably sleep better. True. All right, I think we, we do. do it. I think we do some safety shots and uh, get back to the viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do an experiment. That word. If you guys let me. Love All that. right, right around thirty minutes. Good Sweet. job, boys. Sweet. That was a great episode. Yeah. Nice. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Thanks Keep for submitting stuff that you want on here, please. So shout out Nate Seltzer. He submitted one. Really? Nice. Yeah, but don't 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 look at it because are you gonna use it? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. Maybe maybe we get him on sometime and he can use it himself. Yes, I think that needs to happen. Yeah, Nate, Nate if you're listening, make your way down here. Yep. All right. Peace out. Later. Thanks. <laughs>